Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! All right, podcast listeners, big guest today on the show. We've got Rebecca Metz. She's been in everything. She's been on King of Queens. She's been on Mom. She's been on Arden. She's currently working on Better Things, Bones, Grey's Anatomy, Shameless, Criminal Minds. I mean, she's everywhere. And she was a great guest, too. She was on Californication, Weeds. Damn, big hitter. She uh, she was great because we had some snags. I'm working out of the temporary studio, and... Uh, Boy, we had a couple glitches in the system, but we worked through them. You know, that's how we are at the DK Project. We roll with the punches. And Rebecca was great. Just remember, if you're loving the content, don't forget to subscribe. Go to your favorite podcast listening platform, which you're probably on right now. Subscribe. Give. It- Here we go. Welcome back to the DK Project. We are throwing down episode 140. Special guest today, zooming in from Hollyweird? We don't know. On the line is Rebecca Metz. How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Ah, you know what? I'm good. I'm settled now. I, yeah, I, good. <laughs> I, we were talking a little before we got on the air here that I, I was modifying my space a little bit uh, uh-huh. and uh, kind of caught up with me, but... Where are we finding you? Are you in uh, the, the land of the land of the weirdos, uh, California? Well, for sure, yes, I am in the land of the weirdos. Wherever I go, I am in. I am not in like the Hollywood city or neighborhood, but I am in Greater LA. You know, and I work in television, so are depends you, on what uh, you mean by Hollywood. You, I'm close. Are you an original to LA? Are you born? Uh, no, I'm from New Jersey. Jersey. I read that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. read that. How did, how did you get out there just for work, I suppose, huh? Yeah, I went to drama school in Pittsburgh and uh, for college. And then it was sort of like, you know, if you're an actor just coming out of drama school, it's like New York or L.A. And I sort of felt like I could always go back to New York. Both my parents are from New York, so I could always just go home. I figured now's the time to take a big leap. And frankly, after four Pittsburgh winters, you know, I got off the plane in L.A. and I was like, this is nice. Uh, yeah. And I've been here ever since. Well, I'm in Minnesota and yeah, part of my little remodel, I was just jumping on. I had to run to my hardware store across the street and I believe it's 10 below zero outside. Oof. Yeah. My dad, um, every once in a while, he doesn't do this anymore, but he used to be like, don't you miss winters? I was like, no, I'm wearing flip-flops in January and I've never had yes. to scrape off the car one time. <laughs> I don't, you know what? And I, I totally, uh, I totally, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I, I placed my children. I've got a, a daughter in San Diego, and I've got a son in Phoenix uh, going to school. And, but I forgot that when you have two kids in college, you can't afford to do anything. So I just, yeah, you know, wave on the Zoom at how nice yeah. it is for them. It's all I can do. Yeah. But you don't hear a lot of yeah. people say I went to drama school in Pittsburgh. It, you know, so I went to Were a school called first? Carnegie Mellon, which is one of the like badass drama schools oh, yeah. in the country. It's in Pittsburgh. People don't 
I don't know. I guess I, I don't, don't equate people, that to Pittsburgh. I don't know how I ended up being from places that everybody thinks are horrible. Like you say, I grew up in New Jersey and people are like, oh, and then you go, I went to school in Pittsburgh. They go, oh, and then you go, I live in LA. And they're like, oh my God, it's the worst. <laughs> All of these are wonderful, beautiful places that anyone would be lucky to live in. I just have like a skill for picking places like that, I guess. You know what? I, I think it, it's in the eye of the beholder. I'm, you know, I'm leaving this frozen tundra as soon as I can, but a lot of people like it here. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with them, but there's people out here that do. So I think <laughs> in every facet, you know, I know some folks from New Jersey, they love it there. I know some folks from, well, nobody knows anybody who's happy with Pittsburgh. <laughs> See, this is like, this is the thing. Like Pittsburgh, first of all, when I was there, it's wildly different now than when I was there. Like, um, I went back a few years ago to like talk to the kids who were at school there, you know, in one of the acting classes How and they that? were like, Oh, hold on a second. Nobody likes a quitter. I'm so sorry. Was it, was it my Pittsburgh comments that offended no. you? I just had to bail out. I pressed, I pressed the wrong button and, uh, I'm really sorry. Oh, I'm you're totally learning fine. how to use a phone, clearly. Sounds cliche, but it happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one of those things that has turned me into an old person. Like, trying to use a chip card or Apple Pay at the grocery store, I've turned into, like, an old lady trying to write a check. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Like, just that. I think everybody reaches a certain point in the technology where you don't really know what you're doing anymore. And everyone behind you in line is like, Oh my God. Yeah. And you're like, I can't, I can't get it to anyway. Zoom has done that to me a little bit. What were we saying? Uh, that you love living in outside of LA and. Yes. But like, Oh, so I was back in Pittsburgh. Talking yes. You were to talking to the kids at the school, which had to be super talking- cool talking to kids at Carnegie Mellon and after the class was over they were like do you want to go to the wine bar and keep talking and I was like the what wine we did not bar. have wine bars down the street from college when I was here we had crime that's probably an exaggeration <laughs> but like it's gotten way fancy the apartment I lived in when I was in college I could not afford to live in now I was just gonna um, say the, the price of that college has probably gone up uh to, to pay for the wine bar. Yeah, yes, for sure. Um, but Pittsburgh is beautiful. There's like great museums and theaters and it's and wine bars apparently. Well, like, I've never been, so I really can't make fun of it. I uh I just uh you know, I just go from what people tell me. I'm just a reporter. Pittsburgh is wonderful. Uh they have great pierogies for when you're drunk late at night. Ooh, that's a thing. Um, that's a Polish? Yes. Yes. Which I am, which I happen to be. I didn't even put those two things together before I went to college there, but I was like, this is the food of my people. Is that why (laughs) it wasn't the the half liter of vodka you drank? It was the food of your people? No. Yes, it was a a connection to my heritage. Ah, man. I tell you, when you get back Um, to your roots at about one o'clock in the morning, good times. Yeah. I'm definitely turning more like Polish Jewish the older I get. Like all of a sudden, a few years ago, I started loving pickled things, which I never did before. So I'm growing into my heritage. Like, okay, I'm not Polish or Jewish, but fond of the pickled items. What are we looking at? You know what? I was at a 
beef jerky store yesterday and they had uh-huh. pickled eggs. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that's a thing. Should I, shouldn't I? It just seems wrong. I know when I was, you know, knee high to a grasshopper, my dad used to get those at the bar when he was drinking his nickel beer. But mm-hmm. I don't know. If I brought that home, the wife would probably turn me right back around and send me to the garage. I'm more into the pickled vegetables, you know. Oh, um, the, oh my gosh. You mean like a, a pickle? I'm going <laughs> to wax on about bars that I can't go to. But there's an, a bar in L.A. that has a drink called the Ella Fitzgerald, which is a uh, like a pickled pickleback martini, a martini made with pickle juice and a side of pickles. Oh, my God. It's yeah. Great. I'm on this. Absolutely crazy diet right now mm. that uh, I love. But one, <laughs> do you? You know what I do, but it's so oh, good. long. Yeah, it's 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 actually really easy. And and full disclosure, the only reason why I'm considering staying on it, I have a friend that's on it, and he's done fabulous. You know, but there's always that story. There's always that yeah. one person. But uh, yeah. you know, Joe Rogan does it every January. So if Joe Rogan can do it, then you know that it's been checked out and you can do it for 30 days. So I'm doing mm-hmm. it for 30 days, but no pickles. No pickles at all. This is not a diet that I could do. I, I do dry guy. January. My husband and I do dry January every year. Yeah, that's just um, as bad. Although some years we cut it off early because there's an event or something that we're like, we can't make it through this without drinking so it's like more like a whole like a dry three weeks you know what i went uh i had a major health scare five and some change ago and i was sober for five years wow good for you yeah and it's really like yeah it was it was about i don't know a few months ago where i'm like you know okay that's enough now we're gonna go back (laughs) i mean there are a lot of things i appreciate about it first of all it's good to just check and be like yeah i'm still this is not difficult. It's a bummer. You still can, (laughs) but it's, I, yes. And it's just good to the first year we did it. I, after the first few days, I mean, like every 15 minutes, I was like, you know, what would be nice right now. A cocktail, you know what I could do with. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like a little too much of something that I lean on. And so it's good after the holidays, just to like clean things out a little bit. Well, it's good. Uh, I like doing it. Quit around the three week mark. You know, you'd, yeah. hate to, you'd hate to make it to the finish line. You just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Although, you know what? Yeah. I, 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 I'm very, before I quit drinking, I, I'm very good at it. Like, I play to win, you know. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there for the flavor. I'm there for one goal only. And, and the, the hmm. you know, like Saturday I went out and I actually went to a bar. I haven't gone drinking at a bar in forever. Wow. And, and you just get weird to where you're like is this really should i have gone back and then right away you get back on the train on super bowl sunday and then you're like (laughs) you know you wake up in the morning who's pissed at me because i'm sure i got out of hand but whatever you got to do what you're you're good at and 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 you know test the waters and see what happens how people figure it out do you find that being off it for so long like reset your tolerance oh well you know what it is is that um i used to drink excessive amounts of beer and Mm -hmm. uh i found that i can't drink beer because that was part of the reason why i wanted to quit before i got sick because it keeps me up at night like my heart races everything Mm -hmm. bubbles and percolates so what i do now is i just rail vodka like it's crack and 
problem solved. So yeah, so I don't know if my tolerance has changed or what, but I'm good at it. Like I found uh-huh. this one uh, vodka that's. You drink vodka? It's it's occasionally. It, it's called. Um, I wonder where my phone is. Uh, it's right here. Um, I don't. I, I. It's called something. This uh, Igor at the liquor store, who's Russian, sold me. It's a French vodka. I, I drink the citron with a splash of soda mm-hmm. all day, baby. And mm-hmm. I actually on Saturday I did all day and <laughs> it was reflected in my Sunday morning. I forget how wonderful it is to wake up with a brick on your head, but yeah, whatever. We're not here to talk about me. Let's talk about you enough about your drinking problem. <laughs> what, 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 let, let's, let's now I, I was going through your, uh, IMDB and, and, mm-hmm. You know, the one thing that stood out is Saturday Night Live. Were you on Saturday Night Live? You did the Groundlings? I was not on Saturday Night Live. Come on. Whose IMDb were you looking at? Are you lying? No. <laughs> Unless I was so drunk that I forgot. No, I really have never been on Saturday Night Live. Huh? Were you on the Groundlings? I was in, I took classes at the Groundlings. Okay. I didn't perform with the Groundlings. I took classes at the Groundlings. Okay. And, and so, so. That's where it started, or where do where do we start? Give me a start. To what to the whole thing? Yeah, where did it, yeah, let's go back. Once you found Theater out there wasn't a wine bar at Carnegie, and you said, mm-hmm. I'm done with this shit. I'm leaving. Yeah. And you went to LA. Oh. Then what? Once you um, put your flip-flops I, on. Yeah. I did like a commercial for something where I played a nurse. I was in a sketch on Politically Incorrect. Uh, I did ER way back in the day. Like little, it was little one-off things oh. here and there that slowly started to build momentum until I started many, many years later being able to actually pay my bills. So so do you, uh, like, did you know the whole time this is it? I got to do this. This is, this is yeah. in my soul. You know, like that kind of thing? Yeah. Yep, I knew um, from early enough that in eighth grade I made my parents, I did like a whole big research project at the library about the dress best drama schools and my parents took me to Carnegie Mellon because I decided that's where I was going and I <laughs> met with like the dean of the acting program and was like, I'm coming here so you should just let me in anyway. Oh my god! And um, yeah, yes, so I knew and my parents I think were just like, she's super excited about college, amazing and you know, we're very encouraging about it. So Oh, you know what? I figured it out. Um, your your company sent over a, a, a list of goodies for me, and they put two oh. people they put two people on one. Don't ever do that to somebody <laughs> to somebody who has a short attention span. That's not fair. I mean, mm-hmm. really. But here's the one that stuck out in yours, besides okay. SNL, which you're going to be on SNL someday. I know it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm, Would you I, do I'm it if they called? To the invitation. Would you do it if they called? Huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can imagine me. They'd be like, Rebecca Metz hosting SNL, and everybody would be like, Why? Who is this? <laughs> but that's fine. Come on. Okay, so here's the one that stuck out is Weeds. Oh, uh huh. I love that show. I'm almost to the point where I want to watch it again because mm-hmm. why did it end? Why did it have to end? Like, I don't even remember how I mean, it ended. I think I... they did eight seasons, so people were probably maybe ready to do something a little different. That's a long time. You know what? Who was so awesome in that? Um, besides you, I'm, of course. 
Thanks. Uh, sure. Naturally. <laughs> uh, the dude. Is it Kevin Nealon? Kevin Nealon. There was a scene where the kid. The kid had uh, shot himself in the arm or somebody shot him and he had gotten mm-hmm. pain pills. And and mm-hmm. and Kevin Nealon's like the uncle. Right. And yeah. And he goes, if you're not going to take those, I'll take them. So he takes them. And then there's a scene happening in the living room and he's in the back in the chair. Just just dead mm-hmm. to the world. It was the funniest thing. I, I laughed. That that was actually a good show. I uh, one of my all time favorite television moments. Like I have a few little things here and there that I will watch just like a five second thing over and over again. And one of them is Kevin Nealon and Justin Kirk, who plays the brother are sitting in the living room and they're stoned (laughs) and Lupita, the maid comes through and they go, Lupita, what's, what do you call the thing between the (laughs) dick and the asshole? And she goes, the coffee table. (laughs) My favorite I just, I could, you could put that on a loop for me all day long and I would never stop laughing. You know what? Now I'm going to watch it again. I got to finish oh this God. last incredibly shitty season of Shameless and then I'll jump into that. <laughs> which I'm also on. If you've watched all of Shameless, which, which, maybe which, know me That's what I was going to ask. Which, which, you're not in the current one, are you? No, I was in seasons five, six, and seven. I was a waitress in the diner, Melinda, like a wisecracking foul Okay, mouth. so the, the chick that uh, left- Fiona, Emmy Rossum, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she leaves, and the thing just went in the shitter. Like, normally you'd hate to say that. But I'm watching the current one, and it's like, could you get another political movement into the show somehow? Like, I mean. Interesting. It's Well, it's just like black rights and, and homeless and and da, 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 and it's like, just be funny. Don't, don't, you know, it's like. They're trying so hard and it's the last season. So I got to watch it so I can come, you know, I need closure, but um, I just, uh, it's over the top. So really the last season you were in was probably the last good one. Cause she left in what? Eight. Yeah. Yeah. After. Yeah. She left, I think eight, eight. Um, yeah. I think was her last season. I'm not totally sure. Obviously I stopped watching when they stopped paying me to be there. Exactly. Why would you? That's, unacceptable what about the king of queens that was an early gig too i did one episode of that show and they were so nice to me and it was that was a it was a great gig my dad happened to be in town because he was working um for a company that was based out here so he was out here working and he got to come to the taping and he got to meet jerry stiller which was like you know meeting tom hanks yeah like he was he was over the moon it was really sweet oh man that is so cool i think uh I, I think that, uh, you know, Jerry Stiller and uh, Kevin, that's just, you know, outstanding. Actually, Kevin's got a new show coming out, I think, um, if if this uh, pandemic-y thing doesn't go yeah. away soon. But a bunch of yeah. BS. So which one? I mean, you got so many. There's Grey's Anatomy. There's uh, All Rise, Bones. I mean, you were on a lot of shows that the Boston Legal? Come on. The Mentalist? Yeah. I, yeah, uh, a lot. I'm trying to look at some of those to see Californication now. Yep. Is that the one with what's his name? <laughs> yes. David Duchovny. No, no, it's David something else. Are you sure it's Duchovny? Okay. I've never heard of that guy. I'm, I am sure. <laughs> he was in the X-Files. How about that show? In- I, I watched that whole thing cover to cover. Uh, a lot of nudity and cheese, Louise. Yeah. What also- did you play? 
Pamela Adlon, who is the like creator and star and director and showrunner and everything of this show, Better Things, that I'm on now. So a couple of uh, Californication attachments. What um, what did you play in the Californication thing? I was, uh, I think it was their last season or so, yeah, something like that. Um, I was a casting director on a show that Hank, the lead character, was a writer on. And he like, he gets his nephew an audition. And so I'm the casting director and it goes very badly. And, and so the casting, the actual casting director of Californication basically cast me as herself. Her name is Felicia and she's great and a friend and also a casting director and producer on Better Things. Oh, so tell me about Better Things is current. Yes. And what are we playing on Better Things? So I play a character named Tressa. So Better Things is like a semi-autobiographical show about Sam Fox, who's played by Pamela Adlon, who created the whole thing and directs everything. Um, and she's an actor, working actor, single mother of three girls. And I play her talent manager, although we have a professional falling out, but talent manager and friend. So I'm sort of in the friend circle. How long has this been around? Manager. We've done four seasons. We're doing another one. It's uh, all streaming on Hulu. It's an FX show, all streaming on Hulu. FX. It's like a super quick, easy binge. But on and FX, we can swear, right? Oh, for sure. Nudity? Yes. Uh, not so much. Not so much nudity, but... Swearing helps a lot, though. <laughs> I mean, really. I think... I don't think you'll miss the nudity. It is. And I want to say this, like it is a show with all the series regulars are women. The people in charge are largely women and men will like it. That what, is my challenge to you. What's the. Uh... Oh, snap. What? Uh... That lady you were talking about. Pam. Yeah. Was, uh is she the uh, dark-haired gal that was on Californication? Koki Smurf. <laughs> of course I remember the name. Koki Smurf. There you go. Is that her name? Koki Smurf? That, that was like her nickname on the show. I, I'm Googling that. <laughs> um, She's she, also like a crazy accomplished voice actor. She was the voice of Bobby on King of the Hill and like a million. She's won an Emmy for voice acting. Like you've heard her in a million things uh, well mm, really i um i do some voice acting myself but i oh yeah um, well forget, you got to put that booth to use i forget i forget sometimes to mute my watch <laughs> <laughs> telling you I, I this is not an example of how the show normally runs but i believe you it is what it is i uh um so anyway she's done a lot of stuff she did something um wasn't she an entourage? I don't know. Oh. You don't have her catalog. No, I no no no. You're confusing her with uh oh, I can't remember her name, but the woman who is an entourage. And and the first episode of Better Things, I think the first scene of Better Things, maybe the first episode of Better is her and the woman you're confusing her with sitting in an audition, being like, Aunt, eh, we're always at the same fucking audition. Oh, really? So I'm telling you, yes. That's weird. That's really weird. So are you guys working now? Are you doing like filming now? 
no, we're not filming now. They're, I think they're writing now. We will hopefully be able to film late in the summer. I can't imagine doing that show where ever, nobody's allowed to like hug each other and we all have to stay far apart and wear masks. It's just not not the vibe. You so hopefully to, by the time we get back to work, we'll be able to DK be a little more made. like normal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm growing this beard because I can hide it in a mask. Otherwise, it would never fly. You know so, what? I don't mind the mask thing. I might keep it because I have what I like to call loud face, meaning that you can tell exactly what I'm thinking in any given situation just by looking at me. And sometimes in public, it's nice to be able to hide my feelings with a mask. What do you think about making it mandatory for restaurants and bars, people around my food, your food? Mm-hmm. Why don't we keep wearing a mask? Maybe we should have done this since the inception of the restaurant. There are countries where masks have been normal for a long, long time for all kinds of reasons, pollution and disease. And it's not the worst idea. You know, it's funny because I was just uh, working in my studio and I have these really thick rubber mats that I'm putting on the floor as my first layer of my sound barrier. And -hmm. I was back there cutting it with with a big saw. And there's like rubber chunks flying and black smoke Mm -hmm. and it's just filling the space. And I thought I should put my mask on. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's handy to have those things around actually. So I didn't, but you know, whatever. I mean, long who never killed anybody. I actually, I'll probably wear them on airplanes. Like how often have we flown somewhere and gotten sick and you just know like, Oh, I'm going to go on the plane and then I'm going to get a cold. Like, well, yeah, they sell that airborne just for that. So why not wear a mask? I, yeah, you know, some I don't, of this I don't stuff, think, are, these are just good habits. Exactly. I think I think it's something that we need to keep some of it around. And some of these people with that little spit shield thing, I ain't cutting it. I don't like it. The clear face shield? No, no. This is just like right here and it, it like hooks on your nose or something. I what? saw a guy this weekend who had a, uh, at the bar, had a, a, a thing that pinched to his nose, covered his nose and just over like, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's somebody who's not so much up on science. It's yeah, it's not very that's safe not how that works. at all. So, I I think now I'm looking at this over briefly here. Were you in uh, Were you in the Muppets? Did you do something on the? I Muppets? was not in the Muppets. I'm just a fan of the Muppets, and they my like publicist and whoever loves to talk about it because I guess it's it's an unusual thing for an adult to say, but I'm just a Muppet freak. Hey, here's another question. You don't ever see reruns of the Muppets or um, this was brought up on an earlier show, ER. You know, like you can find a Dukes of Hazard rerun at all times and you can find mm-hmm. friends, but you don't yeah. see any ER. ER is on one. I'm not going to remember what channel it's on. They do show reruns of ER on, and I'm sure it's on some streaming service. The Muppets, you are right, has not been available anywhere, but it is coming I'm doing a free plug for Disney Plus because I'm a Muppet fan. It is coming to Disney Plus, I think, February like 19th or something. You will be able to finally stream The Muppet Show, which is very exciting. That's interesting because I think uh, I really watched a lot of that when I was young. That and then Saturday Night Live, obviously, back when it was really good. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I saw someone comment online about Saturday Night Live the other night, and I'm like... You really need to comment that it's bad. It's been bad for 15 years. I don't know why we're breaking down bad now. I watched 
watch it on and off. Like there are some Kate McKinnon is amazing. Amazing. Keenan Thompson is amazing. Like there are performers on SNL, Bowen Yang, who's like featured right now, but in my opinion should be bumped up to full cast member. Like it's not amazing all the time, but there are some great people on it still. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're just trying too hard or, or I don't know. They actually play. Uh, there was an old one on the other day that was really, uh, I don't even know who was on it, but it was pretty good. And, and Madonna was the singer. Which oh, yeah, I saw that. Back I saw when, that. Ma- yeah, when Madonna was, was like. Harvey Keitel was hosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, I guess everyone's here to see me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I, they were polite, though. I walked by and they didn't even say anything. It was pretty, yeah. it was pretty funny. I, uh, I used to love that show. There's so many great people that came out of that show. Uh, but I, uh, I think it needs maybe time to end. So, so. I mean. I was just gonna say it's like I <laughs> empathize. It is it's most shows take a week or more to crank out a half hour yeah. of scripted, like you know, to make a ninety minute show every week that goes out live. It's not all going to be perfect all the time. No, you know? but I'd like, rather see it. The fact every that they get it done at all it, is pretty amazing. You know, and make it. I don't want to say perfect, but make it funny again. It was funny mm-hmm. to see. Uh, Harvey Keitel on there. He was really having trouble controlling himself a few times and yeah. and was hiding to laugh. So what's what's uh so better things? What what else are we looking at? What else is on the on the table? Are we are we I've done a f- I've done a few episodes of Mom on CBS. Is that that's new, is, right? It's what? It's new, right? No, it's in season eight. It's Alice and Janney. Um What? Yeah. Mom? Yeah, you gotta get out of that booth, man. You know what it is? I've 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 totally eliminated regular TV. Like it's a, it's Netflix or sports or Amazon mm-hmm. Prime or whatever. I don't I don't watch regular TV very often. Well, this show has been a hit. Allison Janney's won a bunch of Emmys for it. Like it's a it's a good one. Oh, you know what? I've seen parts of it. That one gal overdoes it. What do you I think? I don't know who you're talking about, and I'm I obviously disagree. Ah, uh, I guess. Uh, is it Anna Farrah? I don't know. No, no. She's not on the show anymore. She left. Oh, so somebody season. agrees with me. But that isn't who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the blonde that's younger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I just watched a couple where they were sitting around drinking, and it was just like, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of times with a lot of this. Uh, new comedies that it's so forced, like they, like they say shit just to throw a, a you know, one liner in there that just you didn't have to do that, you know. And, I'm and gonna I, suggest that you might just be not crazy about network sitcoms because, like, it's just a different style of comedy. Do you know what I mean? Like, what think, are your favorite show comedy right. shows? What do you watch? Uh for comedy. Well, right yeah. now I'm watching Billions. I mean, okay. really not generally known as a comedy, but that no. says, says something about what your taste is. You might just be into darker comedy, like shameless, like I am uh, I, and not yeah. so into a network sitcom. I'm into more. Well, right. And, and this mom that you're on, I mean, huge reviews. It's a great program. It's uh, you know, maybe I just caught it on a bad day. Uh, <laughs> But, it might listen. It might not be your taste. Like that's allowed. I don't honestly watch a lot of network. Are there any pops, men? There on are it? good ones. Are there any men on it? Yeah. Do you require men in your television? <laughs> At least one. 
Just at one. least one. No. Can can, I, the, can everybody else be mean to him, or does he have to be like oh, in charge of everything? The standard, especially if it's a, <laughs> a a white male. Look out, he's done. I um I watched that one show with the uh, the black neighbor and the white neighbor and the and that, neighbors. What a creative name! Is that what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> I, the neighbor might be called the neighborhood. I, I think it. <laughs> I think it is neighbors. What do you do on this mom show? Uh, I, so, um, I play Bonnie who runs an organization to help girls in the fall. Oh, and you froze just like that. Special thanks to our sponsor, Grady Restoration. If you're in need of some home repair or think you might have some insurance damage, don't hesitate to call Grady Restoration. They do it all. Just set it and forget it. You call them, they'll handle the insurance, the adjuster, the repairs. Boom, back to the house you remember. Or if you're looking at a little project, don't be afraid to call. They handle everything from construction to finish work all in one. Don't pick up the hammer and do it yourself. You know it's going to turn out like shit. Give Grady Restoration a call. Let them do it all. Feel free to call for a free estimate on whether you have insurance damage or not. Could be fire, water, smoke, anything. Give them a call, 952-472-1570. Or check them out on the web at GradyRestoration.com. Now that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, spring is on its way. Let's talk about that yard. If you've got a project you've been thinking about kicking around, it's a good time to call NRD Landscape Design. They can come out, give you an estimate. You've been thinking about that pool. You've been thinking about that waterfall or a fire feature. Let's do it. They'll design it all. They'll put a package together. 2021, let's make those landscape dreams a reality. Call NRD Landscape Design. Let them help put your dreams into action. They can make it happen. Now's the time. Spring and summer is just around the corner. Thank God. We've had enough of the cold. Time to start planning the beautiful summer in the backyard. Give NRD Landscape a call at 952-212-2665 or look them up on the web at nrdlandscape.com. Don't forget to tell them you heard about it on the project. Now back to the show. I hope that isn't my internet. Your internet is slow. Where'd she go? Come on. Come on back. It's not my internet. Hello. Earth to Rebecca. Hello. Smoke break, huh? Oh, my God. I don't I like I don't know what to say. What the hell Sorry. kind of phone have you got? <laughs> it. It froze though on your face, looking unbelievably bored. Oh my god, he hates this show. No, I. <laughs> I was like, what's the last thing you heard me say? Your face is froze again. You on dial-up? It's frozen. It's like slow I'm on motion. cellular Pixel. now because it, it looks like a paint by number that I did. There you go. So we'll call it creative. You gotta let your uh, you gotta let your dial up warm up, huh? <laughs> I guess so. No, I. Thank that, God I live pause, in a major city. That pause was just long enough though to where I'm like, 
oh, maybe she's pissed at not coming back. Like <laughs> That's what I did with you. I was talking to you about mom, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so tired of talking about this. <laughs> well, I got 32 minutes. I'm probably good. I can clean it up. No, no, no. I'm okay. glad you got back. I was just sitting here looking at this voiceover work I just got for some religious thing. That should be fun. You know, voice of God, maybe. I don't Great. know. Huh. Are you froze again? No. Are you frozen again? <laughs> no. Are you on your phone? Okay. No, we're still here. We're both still here. I'm on my phone. Oh, all right. Is that bad? So, no, I don't care. Um, so what were we talking about then before you had to take that smoke break? I forgot. Oh, uh, we were talking about the television show mom and the character I play. He yes. The organization. So how, how, to, how many episodes of that are you doing? Are you doing the full season or what? No, I did two episodes and we will see if I do more. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like watching Japanese uh, uh, dubbed TV where your mouth doesn't oh, match no. the words at all. It's all right. You're coming clear now. Okay. The snowstorm's clearing. Um, so then what? Like, is this the first season that you've been on it or do you just do a couple sh- episodes every season? This is the first season I've been on it, partly because I've been until this, uh, you know, catastrophe that we're still in the middle of. Like I was working. I was a Disney, a mom on a Disney Channel show for two years um, and I couldn't that didn't leave a lot of time. And besides that, between that and better things, I didn't have a lot of time to be on other shows. The Disney show ended because of coronavirus, which is a bummer, but means I get to work on other things and I have better things coming up. But. Besides that, um, I don't know what it's going to be like. You know, the whole industry kind of had to shut down for six months because of this. And it's taking things are things are still not normal. Like it's it's um, stuff will get up moving and then there will be a few cases on set and I'll have to shut down again. It's hard to, um, you know, you can't like fly people to and to and from sets across the country. And it's just all more complicated. So it's going to take a while, I think, for the business to get back up to something like what it was well, and do you before, think, which will be nice. Do you think that, um, you, uh, uh, do you think that your, I mean, things are different in California than they are everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like some of our movie theaters are open. Our restaurants they are thinking that we might be full on open by May. Um, but you guys still can't do anything. Can you? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's bad in LA. It's getting a little bit better in the last couple of weeks, but it's always a trade-off. There's huge pressure, obviously, on the people making the decisions to open everything up again. There's also huge pressure to keep things closed for safety. Um, it's frustrating because it feels to me like if we had been serious about it the first time around, we might, I mean, and that's like nationally, we right. could maybe not, maybe we didn't have to be doing this for a year like right. in other countries that nipped it in the bud early and mm-hmm. haven't had the like scale of the problem right. that we've had. So had um, we were totally locked down for a while and then we opened up a little bit and then we locked out a little bit and then we opened up a little bit. So it's like, like I'm as my husband and I, we're still in lockdown. I, I don't, don't want to get sick. I want to be able to work. My husband works from home, yeah. but I go outside and it's like, there's rush hour traffic. It's busy. Things are normal. So it's, it's sort of like living in a, it's like Cloverfield, you know, when you're like, you've been hiding in your house for a year and then you go outside and you're like, Oh, everybody's uh, acting like things are totally normal. So it's 
strange. How long have you been in the house? I mean, I leave the house on occasion, (laughs) (laughs) but we locked down the week of March 13th and we've been pretty locked down (laughs) the whole time. What do you do all day? The nice thing is, like we were saying earlier, it's California. So I'm you can go outside right. all year. You can go like, you know, for a walk in the park. We have a nice backyard you can go into. You can like go. I've gone to see friends where we just like yell at each other across the yard. <laughs> you know, that's like yeah. social time. So it's I think it's easier in a place where you don't have like a Minnesota winter. You're not really locked inside. You can when you when restaurants were open and you could eat outside that's right. actually something you could do no matter what time of year it was so right. um it's Our a little easier are open. here i don't even know i don't even i think outdoor dining is open again now but things have been so back and forth in terms of like what the rules are from month to month that i sort of feel like the people who think we should be shut down are acting like we're shut down. And the people who think we shouldn't be are acting like we aren't. And it just, it like nobody's even pay atten- paying attention to what the rules actually are because everyone feels a little bit on their own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I, I think I, I was at a bar on Saturday and you wouldn't know there was a virus. Like, yeah, they weren't even like, you know, like, they weren't monitoring how many people were at a table. They weren't doing anything about table distance, which is weird because then you have people like you who aren't leaving the house. Like, yeah. And I mean, it has to do with what cases are like. And like for a while here after, you know, the winter holidays, television production didn't come back when it was supposed to, it waited an extra week or two, not only because cases were bad because they were like, if we have an accident, we can't send people to the hospital right now. It's not safe. If someone falls off a ladder, it's not safe to send people to the hospital right now. That's true. So like, you know, I, I appreciate taking extra, especially because we're so close to the end. There's vaccines, vaccines are happening. We're so close to the end. Like, let's just be extra safe to keep more people, I we all know people who've lost parents, who've who like people who have died who haven't been able to have funerals. Like it's it's devastating, and this like if we can just show. be serious about it for a little longer <laughs> until we can all get vaccinated. You reckon the comedy vibe here? <laughs> I totally agree, <laughs> but it's so horrible. It's just it needs to end, and 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 I I. I don't know. My mom just got the second shot, so she's good. Mm-hmm. And and, but I haven't even thought about it. I'm like, ah, hey, what? They'll get to me when they get to me. Give it to the people who are, you know, helping people and need it. I uh, yeah, I'm not helping anyone, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with the risk. So so, what's the first thing you want to do once, like, uh, you know, your <laughs> your governor, uh, he says, hey. All clear, March 1st, live your life. What are you going to do? Um, first of all, I'm not taking direction from the governor. I'm generalizing. I'm, <laughs> once you're I... Not the, you're not on the Gavin Newsom train? You know, on this, no. <laughs> You're pretty close. He's pretty close to getting repealed, isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I'm so exhausted 
The, that's like, why I don't watch regular TV because I, I, this all that that's all that's on there is that shit. Yeah, you know, ever yeah. since uh, all this political stuff, and then you got the uh, uh, that virus that's going around. It's just you can't watch network TV. It's just garbage. I here's what I will say: when I can make an educated guess based on like I don't scientists and observation on the ground. <laughs> The first thing that I will do when I feel like it's okay to do things is go to brunch, go to like a three hour boozy brunch with my girlfriends. Nice. That is what, and people can, I, I come from a brunch society, mock me all you want. <laughs> I miss brunch. Hey, I, uh, they just had drunch at, uh, that bar I was at drunch, which would be love a drunch. Yeah. And, and I missed it, but. I um, I hear you. I think I think I you know, I'm 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 pro I'm pro brunch. I'm not making fun of brunch. No way. People who uh, mock brunch are missing out. It's, it's really like, not a meal that I would make fun of because I enjoy all of them. Someday when I'm in, back and on then the pickles. day drinking. Small things, small things. What what mm -hmm. um? So you got moms and uh, better better things. Better things. Stuttering. Yep. I speak for a living. Uh. Are you doing any big pick like movies? Any 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 uh, big uh, sharks or anything? No no big lunkers. Sharks. Well, I, you I'm know, not like in a, any like movies with, with sharks that I'm aware of. No. You're not doing any of the Jaws remakes or anything. <laughs> you know they have not called, and I don't like. I I, ha I have very pale. I need a lot of sunscreen. I don't know that that's the right movie for me. A nice indoor nighttime movie, fantastic. Well, maybe, maybe with your phone, they have been calling. It's just not getting through. <laughs> That's possible. That's highly possible. So what, what has been your favorite part in this journey? Like you've been uh, across the country, lived in these different environments and, and, and done these different shows, work with all these different people. I mean, the people on weeds, that would have, that would have been, I, you know, I could have stuck a pin in it there. That would have been the funnest thing for me. I, I just, it looked like it was so fun. Californication. I mean, so, so what was your favorite? Like, like if you had to pick one series to say, we should keep doing that, which one do you think it's going to be? Better things. Oh, you First of all, have that one. <laughs> it's hard. Listen, it's hard to pick a show that you were on for one episode yeah. because like, it's like a first day of school. You're all you have time to do is not fuck it up, like stay out of the way, try and remember people's names, and go home. Raid craft services and then go home. Exactly. So, like, of course I'm going to pick something that I've gotten to be on for a long enough time to, like, make friends, have people get to know me, actually get to do some acting and develop a character. Like, that is, that's, you know... That's usually good, more fun than being there for a day. So how, how often are you like, like, what does that mean? How often are you there? Like, I mean, for one episode, are you there? What? Two weeks, three. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm not. in. No, that. I mean, if you're there for one episode, it depends on the show. Like if it's a sitcom, you'll be there for two or three days, but for weeds, if it's a drama, like weeds or not, or if it's a television show, like weeds, that isn't a sitcom, doesn't have an audience, doesn't have a rehearsal period. You're there for a day. Oh, really? Just often. bang it out. A day. There was a, I did an episode of criminal minds. I had one scene. I think my call time was 6.30 a.m. I was home before my husband left for work. <laughs> and you still so, made more than he did that day. 
I love it. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. You know, so you don't get to make tight friendships Constance on jobs like that. Zimmer. Hmm? Constance Zimmer. Yes, that's her. Constance Zimmer. That was bugging the shit out of me. Is very. She could be uh, Sam Fox, Pamela Adlon's twin. I'm telling you, watch the first episode just because you mentioned it. I'm going to watch them all. I, you know, I got a list. I got a list. I just got into Showtime. There's a whole world of Showtime out there. Have you watched that? Yep. Uh, you should get on uh, Yellowstone. Listen, I spent the summer working in Glacier National Park in Montana, so I love you that totally part of the world. Get it. I would be very happy to be on Yellowstone. My boots are in the closet. I'm on my way. I love it. Ah, that was a great series. I really, I'm thinking about moving to Montana just because of that. There's also one called Big Sky. Yes. I haven't got that yet. That's on network TV. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes, that's new so. though. If there isn't more than one season, I am not committing my time. Yeah, I understand. I'd like to see at least three seasons. You know, you were asking oh. before about the comedies that I watch. And I think I'm really into like actual comedians. Like I mm-hmm. follow a lot of comedians, you know, around the Midwest. And um, and I think I just like that kind of comedy where I don't, you know, like um, Cheers, Seinfeld. Those things were funny because it just kind of seemed real. Where nowadays comedy seems so forced, like they wrote a line just for that. Where And maybe it's the delivery, maybe it's, you know, whatever. But I don't know. It's really an interesting time for television because I know the network, they're they're – you know, producing a lot of shows, but there aren't a lot that just stand out like huge. I mean, besides better things, what, you know, what other monsters are out there? That one's really leading the charts right now, right? There's uh have you heard of this is us? I've heard of it. Is that big? It's like extremely popular. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. I do have to get out of this dungeon more often. I mean, it's just, just might be network isn't your thing. There's, you know, that's why networks are fighting to. Well, I watched to, that one that had Dax Shepard on it and um, Parenthood. Uh-huh. Parenthood. And The Ranch. Yeah. yeah. Good shit. Ranch was good. The Ranch? I don't know The Ranch. What? I think it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's got Sam Elliott oh. in it. Oh, watch. fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. So. I, I think I think uh, I'm gonna dig into this. I'm gonna watch some better things. I, Mom's probably towards the end of the list, but it's on the list. Okay, um, <laughs> report back to me. <laughs> you know, just to get it, just to get a feel. Would would you see yourself doing uh, movies? Is that like? Yeah, I've done a, I've done a couple, and I love it. It's it's just a different. There's there's so much television. Like there's just more work available in television than in movies and movies like tend to be higher stakes because they have they're so expensive to make that they have to make their budget back and so they tend to put cast like famous famous people in every single role people you've heard of so that they can hopefully like attract you know different audiences sure i I did a disney movie called magic camp that was really fun they move a lot slower than television so i end up sitting around being like we would have shot shameless five times and the time has taken us to shoot this but it's just interesting (laughs) it's different how many episodes of shameless were you on 14 Woo! i um yeah i already voiced my opinion on that but what so um with the amount of shows that you've been on do you find that it's easier for you to get work on show, you know, like 
Like, are they calling you? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's easier once. Listen, I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm breaking any news here to say there are a lot more people who want to be actors than there is work available for actors. Yeah. So I'm finding that once, in the voiceover. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So once you have proven that you can succeed at it, once you have, can have shown that like, I've been on a lot of different shows with a lot of different people handling different kinds of material, network comedy, cable comedy, drama, like, once you've shown that you're versatile and you can be trusted to deliver in, it's a very fast paced, high pressure environment um, that, that some people fall apart yeah. in it's, it's harder than it looks. Um, once you've demonstrated that you can be counted on to do that and gotten a few bigger roles and taken on more responsibility and succeeded at that too, then people start going, okay, we don't have to worry about her, bring her in. Like, where they move quickly. So they only have a few days to cast a role and they just need to get someone in that they don't have to worry about, you know? Yeah. And so that's why you end up seeing the same people over and over again, because they want people they can trust. Well, yeah. And I think, I think, you know, and I, I actually am finding that with the, with the voiceover world until you have enough crap on your channel and enough crap on your website that show that you know what you're doing it's tough out there. You know, it's, it's, yeah. I, um, I, I saw a post the other day cause I'm in all these voiceover, uh, whatever you call them groups. Mm -hmm. And this guy sounded older, but he was just pissed. He's like, you know what? This voiceover thing's a scam. I spent all this money on this equipment and all this coaching and all of this. And they tell me this and there's no work out there. I don't ever get a phone call, nothing ever. And it's like, it's not for you. Go back to the fact. Yeah, exactly. Do your like job. You, you have chosen to try and compete in one of the most competitive professions in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they're not going to call you. They don't need you. No. You need them. So until you can demonstrate that you have something to offer that they can't get somewhere else from right. someone who's already done it a million times. No, they're not going to call you. That's true. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just waiting here by the phone. You know, something happens. Mm -hmm. Just working on the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Rebecca, you've been a a doll, I'm telling you, with all the uh, misinformation I have and all the mishaps with my studio and your phone. We should do this again sometime <laughs> when we can have what? a clear connection. Yes, for sure. I uh, No, I, I, I'm going to have to look you up again once we uh, get back to living because mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm always interested to hear uh, where people are going and what they got going on because it's it's so fun to, you know, uh, obviously talk with actors and actresses that are in the game and, and doing the deal and, and actually working. Um, mm -hmm. But now this stupid pandemic's added such a weird element to everything where, you know, people are finding a way to do this or finding a way to do that and that, you know, and it's, it's interesting to, um, you know, get different people's takes on, especially when you call uh, all across the country. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, my wife was just out in California visiting my daughter and it's like, it's a different world out there. This, you, yeah. You people aren't normal. It's, uh, <laughs> it's too much sunshine, too much ocean breeze. You got to come out, you got to get out into the frozen tundra, get back to Pittsburgh. Um, Listen, I've been to the, I've been to the frozen tundra. There's weirdos out there too. We're just warmer here. Yeah. 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 You're right. There's weirdos everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> On There's that note. everywhere. 
So, uh, Rebecca Metz, we can't thank you enough for all the time. We're going to check in with you somewhere down the road here at the DK Project and uh, see what you're up to, see what kind of projects you're working on. And I promise by then I will be more well-versed on better things, your current hit. And maybe moms. I don't know. I'm not going to say. Yeah, you know. That's right. Do you do a lot on social media? Can people find you on social media? I am at the Rebecca Metz on Twitter and Instagram. And I just joined TikTok. But I have like four followers. Really? Are you like doing dances and stuff? No, I'm looking for cat content. And occasionally children will show up in my comments and be like, why are you verified? And I'm like, because I'm famous. Relax. (laughs) Must be nice. Boy. It's No, it's mostly people being like, I've never heard of you. Well, then you you want me to forward them this email that uh, (laughs) has all this stuff on it. They'll, They'll shut them up. Those little kids. Yeah. You don't want to piss them off. They're probably part of your audience on some of your shows. <laughs> there they just are don't know they know you. Like, How dare you? She's on Disney Channel. And I'm like, thanks, eight-year-old who shouldn't be on social media. You want me to discount your subscription? I have that kind of power. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Rebecca, we'll check in with you. You take care. Be safe and go outside. Don't go near anybody. Wear your mask. Proper Same. precautions. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll check in with you somewhere down the line. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. You bet. You take care. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.